Welcome to the Interconnections Talk for week 37 in the RCC. This is Dr. Peter. Last week, in week 36, we covered getting in touch with polarized parts. It was our introduction to parts who were polarized. Today, we're going to go through a step-by-step approach to work through polarizations among parts. So this week's Interconnections Talk is titled, Working Through Polarizations. So, just a brief review of what we covered last week. What are polarizations? Richard Schwartz writes, quote, When parts become frozen in the past, when they take on burdens and assume leadership, their internal relations shift from harmony to conflict. This is because one extreme generates another, as does the uneven distribution of resources, influence, and responsibilities in the system. The polarized parts continually confirm their negative assumptions about each other, with each part becoming more extreme to counter or defeat the other. Thus, in the absence of effective leadership, polarizations escalate. More simply, Schwartz and Sweezy say, a polarization is a state in which two members or two groups in the same system take opposing views and conflict or compete. They grow increasingly extreme out of the fear of the other side taking over and can thereby obscure the self of the system. Parts become polarized around a specific decision or a specific course of action where they disagree. So when something happens in your life that destabilizes your system, all your parts will try to restore some kind of pseudo-balance. They can lock into conflict, they can lock into opposition with each other around a decision or a particular course of action. That is a polarization. The critical thing about a polarization is that parts are acting in compensatory ways. Polarized parts are in active opposition to each other. One part is doing what he or she is doing to counteract what the other part is doing and vice versa. So it's not just a plain conflict. These are not just parts that don't like each other. They are directly countering each other over a specific decision or specific course of action. We used that image of a sailboat that represents the whole system, the whole self-system, with polarized parts being on opposite sides of the boat, working hard to make sure the boat doesn't tip over by moving ever further out to extreme positions to try to balance that boat. The further out the port side part leans, the further out that starboard side part will lean, just to make sure that the boat doesn't capsize. So much internal energy goes into maintaining polarizations and they can be so inherently unstable. Polarizations can also escalate quickly. And remember, all the parts, though, in a polarization are seeking a good for you. But remember, polarized parts, very narrow vision, very specific agendas that do not take into account anything like the whole picture of the situation. And so polarized parts may use maladaptive or harmful means to try to bring about their good ends. That can harm you, it can harm others, but polarized parts don't realize what else they could do. They're trying to figure out what they can do based off of their own limited resources. We talked about how you can recognize polarizations at trailheads, you can recognize polarizations in your fears, And any internal battle within you could reflect a polarization.
polarizations can be among groups of parts to teams of parts, for example. So one team is way out on the port side of the boat and the other team is way out on the starboard side of the boat. All right, let's review the general principles in working with polarized parts. This is really important to get a good grip on before we begin the specific step-by-step -step process that we'll be focusing on today. It's important to consider whether you are in a social situation or a family situation or a living situation that is dangerous. So we always want to think about this. If your external circumstances are not safe, we really should be focusing on establishing safety externally first before you do this kind of inner work with your parts around depolarization. So working with polarized parts involves the following. First, that you be recollected, relatively unblended, in self, not taking sides in the polarization. If you find yourself taking a side in the polarization, that means you're blended with a part that is actively polarizing with the other part. In working with polarizations, remember, we are not interested in determining which part is in the right and which part is in the wrong. Instead of praising parts or blaming parts, we're working to understand them deeply and to find out what is leading them to polarize in this way. We, so we need to have curiosity about all the parts that are involved in the polarization. We need to have compassion for all the parts in the polarization as well. So curiosity, compassion, two really important C's when we are working with polarized parts. Your innermost self needs to be the captain of your sailboat with enough presence and leadership to gain the trust of all the sailors, all your parts. And if that's really difficult to do, if you're finding that with a particular polarization, you just can't be in self, then it makes sense to bring in somebody else who could be helpful, right? Somebody else's self, a therapist, maybe a friend, maybe a coach, somebody else that can be with you and that can support your innermost self in doing the depolarization work. So first thing in working with polarized parts, to be recollected, to be in self. Second thing is to notice the polarity, notice the polarization. Third thing, to connect with the parts that are involved, to find out how they are activating each other. Fourth thing, to understand each part's fears about what would happen if they stopped resisting the other part. Fifth thing, we work to help polarized parts reduce their extreme positions simultaneously, at the same time, conjointly, together, letting your innermost self lead and guide that process of the parts coming more and more into the center of the sailboat. And the sixth step, once polarized protectors are sufficiently unblended, access to the burdened exile that they protect can usually be granted, and that exile can be relieved of its burden, healed, and the polarized protectors can embrace new, healthy, and productive roles in your system. All right, so that's the overall perspective, right? That, those are the general principles. We covered those last week. We really want to keep those in mind when we're getting into the specifics, which is what we're doing this week in week 37. So this parts work is a great way to increase internal peace. So now we're going to get into the steps and working through polarizations. I'm drawing heavily from pages 146 to 154 of the Bonnie Weiss Self-Therapy Workbook. 
there are some excellent descriptions on those pages uh, uh, describing a polarization between a taskmaster part and a procrastinator part. Bonnie uses that illuminative example. It's very much worth considering, so you might want to check that out. So step one, recognizing the polarized parts. In this step, we identify the parts in the polarization. Right? This could be at a trailhead. It could be the result of a fear within us. It could be around an internal conflict or debate that you recognize within yourself. And in this step, step one of recognizing the polarized parts, we ask these questions of each part in the polarization. What does that part feel like in your body? What does that part look like? And what does that part say? All right, in this step, we're connecting with each part. Your innermost self is becoming introduced to each part that's active in the polarization. So that's step one, recognizing the polarized parts. Step two is to unblend from each part to be more recollected and to be more in self. So in this part, we check out if each part in the polarization is willing to unblend. You can do this by holding all the parts in the polarization in awareness, inviting parts to be present. If it's helpful, you can imagine that you're holding one side of the polarization in your left hand and the other side of the polarization in your right hand. And if it helps to take some breaths, you're welcome to do that. All right, so we're just going through the unblending process and we've done that over and over and over again in many of the interconnections talks and experiential exercises. That should be very familiar to you or at least somewhat familiar to you, that whole process of unblending. Then we check out with each part if it has any concerns about unblending. It can help to write those concerns down and to notice any other concerned parts that present themselves in the process. So that's all step two, unblending from each part in the polarization, becoming more recollected, more in self. In the third step, we clarify each part's role, each part's positive intent, and the nature of the conflict that each part has with the other parts in the polarization. So in this step, step three, we are, we are witnessing the parts. And we've done this before with parts that weren't necessarily in a polarization. This is just the process of getting to know each part in the polarization, and we covered this at length in weeks 9, 10, 11, and 12. So some specific questions you can ask each polarized part. What is your role in the system? What positive intention do you have for me? And if it's okay, please share with me why you are in conflict with this other part or parts. And what are you afraid would happen if you didn't do your job or carry out your role in this polarization? It's often helpful to write down the responses of the parts and to let parts see that they have that voice in writing. And also, allow those parts to correct you if you're not understanding what they're telling you clearly. During this step, parts might jump in and disrupt the conversation with a given protector if that conversation feels threatening. So see if the jumping in part, the one that's jumping in, is willing to relax back and to soften, to give you the space to understand what's happening with the first part that you were working with. And if that's not possible, you might have to work with that second part first. We want to work in a way that's collaborative and cooperative with all the parts, and so we can ask them to take turns. So that's step three, really clarifying each part's role, positive intent, and the reasons for the conflict with the other part or parts. Step four, to develop a trusting relationship with each part. 
Again, you've seen this before when we've just worked with parts uh, in the past, in those, in those previous weeks. You can ask directly what each part in the polarization needs from you as the innermost self in order to have a felt sense of trust, a felt sense of security. Take the time needed to work through any distrust that might hold the process back, that might keep it from moving forward. Sometimes manager parts try to rush this process. They, they, they try to impel the self to proceed before there's enough trust among all the polarized parts. And that usually results in parts not feeling safe. Then they're likely to interrupt the process. Then step five, decide whether to work with an exile or on depolarization. So after you've connected with each polarized part, there are two paths that you can take. The first path is to unburden the exile. The second path is to focus on a depolarization. So let's take the let's take the unburden the exile first. Right? If you decide to go this way, the next step is to actually do the unburdening work with the exile or the exiles that are protected by one or both of the polarized parts. And that's what we've been working through in the weeks on unburdening. The second thing is to foster a depolarization dialogue between the two or more polarized parts. And you can ask these questions. Is the part ready for a deep depolarization dialogue? And if not, does the polarized part want you as the innermost self to work with the protected exile? And who is the part being protected? And so you're really just, again, deepening and working to find a constructive way that the polarized parts can all accept in order to move forward. Step six is to seek and receive permission from each part to have a depolarization dialogue with all the other polarized parts under the leadership of the self. So again, here you're asking each part separately and individually if it would be willing to have a dialogue with the other part in order to resolve the conflict. If one part is not agreeable, find out what it is afraid of in the dialogue and take a reassuring position that you will not let anything get out of control, that you're not going to let anything destructive happen. And this does require you, again, to be very recollected and in self. Let the part know that you as the innermost self will protect him or her. And depolarization dialogues, they can take place internally or externally. An internal dialogue is when you stay in self and you visualize or listen to the parts talking inside of you. You might have all the parts around a conference table and facilitate a meeting to discuss the polarization and the parts' concerns. Or you can actually set this up more externally where you put down pillows or you arrange chairs to represent the different parts and you move around to each pillow or chair, allowing each part to speak out loud when you're in that part's position. So that's step six, to seek and receive permission from each part to have that depolarization dialogue. Step seven is when we're actually in the dialogue and each part states its position and then responds to the other part. So first, each part in turn has the space, they have the mic, if you will, to lay out his or her particular position. We ask for space from other parts. We ask them not to interrupt so that you so that you can have a clear understanding of each polarized part's position and how each part is reacting and countering the other parts. It's important not to let parts attack each other or to get into arguments, and the self may need to exercise firm leadership among the parts in this phase. We want to be gentle but firm. 
it's important that all the parts that have a stake in the polarization be able to state their positions. And then have each part lay out its positive intention for you in the position that the part is taken in the polarization. And it's really helpful if the other parts can listen to the positive intention that each part has for the whole self-system. Then you can begin to facilitate that dialogue. And that's happening in step eight. In step eight, each part listens to the other part and responds accordingly in dialogue. So in this step, you ask each part to listen to what the other part is saying before responding in the next round. Now, it's important to remember that in this step, parts do not have to agree. We are focusing on parts listening to each other in this step and trying to understand each other. And now there's a real dialogue that's begun between the parts. Parts can dialogue effectively with each other when they are self-led, when they are in right relationship with the innermost self. So note the shifts in parts' thoughts about the other parts, the assumptions that they have about other parts, the attitudes that parts have about other parts as the dialogue continues. See if they can soften toward each other and if through their connection with your innermost self, feel curiosity about the other parts and compassion for them. If that's happening, then the parts are becoming more integrated. They're working more cooperatively and collaboratively in harmony with your innermost self. And then step nine resolving the polarization. Three paths exist for resolving a polarization at three different levels of resolution. One path and one level of resolution is just very practical. It's about deciding what to do. It's about finding a compromise that is acceptable to all of the parts that have been in the polarization. The second path and the second level of resolution is deeper and longer lasting. This is when the polarized parts learn to appreciate each other to cooperate and connect. Parts are beginning to value each other, seeing the good in each other and experiencing some charity toward each other. The third path and the third level of resolution is when the underlying exile or exiles that drive the polarization are able to unburden and to be free from those burdens. Then there is no more need for protector parts to take extreme polarized roles to defend against that exile. And this is the deepest level of resolution. Throughout any of these steps, there is the possibility of working with a spiritual confidant. This may be a spiritual figure that all of the parts in the polarization agree would be good to invite. So again, this could be your guardian angel, it could be the Blessed Virgin Mary, it could be one of the persons of the Holy Trinity, a saint. So that that is an available option here. Sometimes in choosing a spiritual confidant, the parts actually have a good way of working on a project together, something that's not as charged as the polarization, and so thereby that can help to um, open more of a collaborative cooperative, harmonious process. So get your pencils and papers. We are going to do some depolarization work in the experiential exercise coming up. You can use the worksheet that Bonnie Weiss provides. I gave you a downloadable copy that's available on the week 37 resource sheet, and you can just fill that in if it's easier for you, or you just do this freehand too, whatever is helpful to you. So I will see you on the other side after your discussion of the interconnections talk.